All right, y'all, welcome to the Mad Rhythms Podcast Network. This is the Either And Podcast, and I'm your host, Brill Barry. When there's contention or controversy, most people believe the solution has to be either or. I believe the solution lies somewhere in either and. All right, y'all, welcome to the Either And Podcast. I can't even talk. The Podcast? The Podcast. I'm your host, Brill Barrett. And joining me today is some of Chicago's tap legends. Let's start right here. Talk to me, Taps. You got to put that folder down at some point. You just rattling papers in the... <laughs> I can talk and rattle. <laughs> Ask me a question. Yeah, man. the mic don't like it, though. The mic don't like it. One, two, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Taps, a.k.a. Airy King the Third, uh, one of my first teachers. Next up, we got... Jimmy Payne. Jimmy Payne, Payne Jr. Talk to me. What's, up? What's your connection? What's your tap lineage? Who do you, where do you come from in the, the tap diaspora? My dad was uh, Jimmy Payne Sr. who taught in Chicago and New York, uh, taught Red Hill. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah thank you, Taps. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like my dad tripping. Okay. Try, try it again. Okay, my dad was Jimmy Payne Sr., uh, famous teacher in Chicago, New York, taught Reggio, Reggio's first teacher. Mm. Of course, he taught me. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Next to Mr. Jimmy Payne is Mr. Martin Trey Dumas the Third. Trey, what's your tap lineage? Hi there. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, grew up at. Uh... Wait, you made me snort in my own podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, go ahead. I grew up at uh, Mayfair Academy of Fine Arts, which was uh, Chicago South Side. It was Tommy Sutton's school. Uh, grew up there. Started. Uh, had my first, you know, teaching experiences there when I was like sixteen or ish, and uh, yeah, man. That so that that's my home. I, that was where I learned all my basics. Okay, did tap, jazz, a little bit of acrobatics back in the day. I don't flip no more. <laughs> but yeah, that was that's my home, Mayfair Academy. Very cool, very cool. And next to Trey is none other than the Reggio, the Hoofer McLaughlin. Yes, an American. National treasure. That's right. Here you, all you, the way now, live. now, what makes you a national American treasure? Talk to me about that. What's what that about? What makes you a national American treasure is that the fact in uh, 2021, I received the highest award from the nation. Uh, and this award is given uh, by the president. So I received the congratulations from President Joe Biden. And hey, here I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though I say that with myself, but as you can see, uh, I have a piece in my soul of tap uh, that represents everybody in this tap world, especially here in Chicago, from Trey to Jimmy to Taps to you and whoever else I miss. Uh-huh. Yeah. And give me give me your legacy. I know Jimmy said your dad, yeah, his uh, dad was your first yeah, teacher? Uh, yeah, Jimmy Payne Sr. was my first tap teacher. He taught me a very solid basis foundations of tap mm-hmm. and then further up the road is I got with uh, Ernest Brownie Brown okay. the original co-founding members of the Copacetics and that's uh, where uh, I was able to start putting it all together like the bits and pieces into the total picture you know okay yeah keep your mouth right on that mic the whole time um yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> taps Let's talk about your legacy for starters. Where, where, where did your, where did your entry into the tap world start, and, and who was connected to that? Well, actually, um, we had a community center right on the block, 
on the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Or in the hundreds, uh, like 104th and Racine. Do you remember the name of that community center? Uh, it was called Washington Heights. Okay. And uh, they had us in drama, mm-hmm. dance, basketball, all type of sports. So I was introduced to tap dancing uh, at about the age of nine. Okay. And I had tap dancing for about three weeks in the tap instructor. No, maybe four in the tap instructor she left. You remember that tap instructor's name? Don't have a clue. <laughs> okay. And then after that, I went to Kennedy King, uh, K- Kennedy King College. Okay. Okay, and I picked tap back up uh, and theater through Mr. Williams. Uh, who else was there? Uh, can't think of these names. But while I was at Kennedy King College, um, I stumbled on a tap dancing class that was there. So I had been tap dancing ever since. So at that at that time, wait, wait, I stopped tap dancing. Who was teaching that class at uh, Kennedy King? This lady name was Miss Sanders. It was a white. It, it was a white lady. Okay, her name was Miss Sanders, but she was real cool though. Just mm-hmm. man, just cool man. Okay, so you know, um, I started tapping and then. She started letting me teach the class. Well, watch the <laughs> class. She started letting me watch the class. Uh-huh. When she leave and go, she had me watching everybody that was uh-huh. tapping and make sure that their stuff was clean. So I was looking. So that, you know, that started getting me more involved, especially when she told me, you make great sound, man. You know, because she was real cool. She was like, man, you make great sound, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then, you know, boom, <laughs> head grew and everything. Okay, okay. So then... So then, okay, there was a big gap. Okay, okay. I, I had the three weeks of tap dancing when I was nine. Uh-huh. Okay, like three to four weeks. Then, the then I had that big giant gap, and I never tapped again until uh, I started King. at Kennedy King College. Okay, okay. But I got in the theater, but first I stumbled on that tap dance class there, and it was like, man, that was like, you know, it was a liberal arts school, but I went straight at that tap dance. You know, like, wow, I picked you it back up. It. Now watch it. this, now watch uh, this. I picked it back up, uh, and then they called me in the theater to mm-hmm. tap dance. Uh, so that's how I got in the show, and I met Harold Washington. Har- no, Harold, Harold, the director. Okoro, Harold Okoro. Okay. So when I met him, okay, he gave me a chance to get in that theater. Mm-hmm. So when I got in that theater, so I picked I picked up a lot, man. Wow. Some showmanship, mm-hmm. uh, clean, uh, get this right. But I still was wild with it though. Okay. Then after that, right nearby Kennedy King College is when I came across Bobby Murphy. Bobby Murphy. Okay. Okay, and that's when I got that private instructors. Okay. Okay. Private lessons, well, because I was doing a lot of street stuff. And he said, don't come in here with that blank. <laughs> Street blank. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You want okay. to fill the blank in? Uh, 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 no, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm we trying do. not to step in, man. Yeah, we, man. Do, we, do, have, okay. uh, we do have children yeah. that will be listening to right. the podcast. So Bobby Murphy. Uh-huh. Bobby Murphy really uh, gave me that, like, clean that up. Okay. Clean it up because my stuff was muffy. Now let let me interrupt you very quickly. Does anybody else have a connection to Bobby Murphy? Because the first time I ever heard that name was from you. I've never heard it, never heard it in yeah, Chicago's yeah. tap dance yeah, history man. lineage. He was, 
Yeah. So he was a yeah. tap dancer living uh, in Chicago. Yeah, man. Was it, was it his studio that you uh, walked into? I'm trying to think of this other dancer because his his wife was a professional dancer. Okay. Uh, Mamie, Mamie, and she had a friend that was light skinned That uh, I know you know her if I say her name because she was Cuban or something. The other lady. Yeah, man, and uh, ooh, <laughs> last name Fur Far. Uh, I'm trying to get her first name, but she was a fabulous dancer because she she told me uh, to co- incorporate my arms. Because uh, uh. man, I was just all feet, all feet, man. Uh-huh. So when she brought my arms in there, is that the one you should teach uh, out of her house? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, you should teach her out of her house. I remember you telling me. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. And they and they took me around doing shows. Now I'm in the theater. I'm new. Green Mountain Hills. I'm in the theater. But when I took the private tap lessons, now they was doing shows. Okay. Okay. So they had me featured a little bit, a little bit. Do in you there remember and into it. any of the places? Any of the places? Those shows were. Happening? Shows, any of them, mm, one or mm, two. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I know one was Drury Lane. Okay, okay. That that was one, yeah. Okay. And then the other ones was like small uh, vendors. Um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Small vendors like banquet. Uh, banquet halls. Banquet and... halls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and so then, so that was Bobby Murphy, and we still we gonna we gonna do our research and find out who that other person right. was. Bobby Murphy, and then Bobby Murphy Jr. was a, re, uh, a a sound recorder, recording sound, uh, like an engineer, ooh, yeah, like a sound engineer, yeah. Okay, yeah, and his wife Minnie Minnie Murphy was a professional dancer, man. With all that, you know. Elaborate costumes and feathers. And hats. <laughs> okay, okay. Hats about seven feet tall. Hats. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. They really got got me into something. Uh, uh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, we talking about the uh, can you can we talking about the eighties? Okay, early eighties, late early eighties. Okay. Yeah. 81, 82, 83, yeah. That's when I was being pumped right there. And I was working downtown. Now watch this. And I was working downtown, man. I was working a full-time job at the Continental Plaza Hotel, but now it's the Westin. Uh-huh. 909 North Michigan Avenue. Okay, okay. I was working down there in banquets. In wow. banquets. I, I never knew that. Yeah, so. I just learned so, something new. So, now watch this. I'm taking that train now. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Going to Kennedy King. Uh-huh. Uh, taking the train. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm seeing them hornblowers. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Watch this now. Hey man, I'm making I'm making six thousand fifty cent an hour <laughs> at the hotel, man. And I'm standing, I'm waiting on the train, and I'm watching a horn player, man. Look, before I get on the train, they make thirty dollars, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's only been twenty minutes or fifteen minutes waiting on that train, and I start seeing this man. Six dollars and fifty cent an hour at the hotel. <laughs> mm, got a pair of tap shoes. Mm, mm, uh, uh-huh. mm, mm. Okay. So, so about what year did you officially start street performing? Or around? Mm. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. Okay. Eighty-three. I gotta watch this this year. 
maybe 80, 82 and a half. <laughs> okay, somewhere between 82, 83. Something like that, man. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Because, mm, okay, because we coming, we coming close to you now. Yeah, so we're gonna. Pop, I don't want you to get to me. I yet. know you don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not shit, man. So before we Cause get, because I'm gonna go at it, man. Yeah, I can't I'm, wait. I'm, I'm gonna come oh, for it, man. I can't wait. Yes, uh, man. But before we get there, <laughs> Reggio. I'm gonna put my new teeth in too. <laughs> yeah, man. Reggio. Yeah, man. How did you start? Tap dancing. How did you get into this? How did you I learn? I got into it. Um, uh, I, I have a large family, five sisters, uh, a couple more brothers. Uh, and my mother used to send us to uh, the Chicago Park District uh, after school programs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we was living around 63rd Stony Island over there, Jackson Park Fieldhouse, what okay. they called them back then. And my sister and them were taking tap classes there. And um, then the boys would be on the other side of the gym. The guys. Do you remember who was teaching those type classes? Oh no, because I didn't take those classes. I at the end of the program each year, they have a big showcase of what all the kids learned during the summer in these after school programs. Okay, and that's why I saw tap. I was about seven years, you know, six seven years old. Okay, and I when I saw the the, the program and man, they were all tapping. And my sister and them were, oh, whole group, man, that sound, that rhythm, it was turns and everything. It just fascinated me. Love at first sight, man. <laughs> I got to do this. I got to do this. And it haunted me for the rest of my life until I started doing it. Wow. Like, no way out, man. So when people say, I didn't choose Tap Tap Chose Me, it that's, chose that, you and you, yeah, but you didn't answer at first. Yeah, I didn't know and, that And it kept choosing you. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, it interesting. I like let that. let me go, man. It was just like, whether you like it or not, man, you're going to be a hoofer, and that was it. What Finally. what what years was this? Give me give me some time period. Man, you just saying it because you keep trying to figure my age, man. I'm <laughs> you. No. It was in the 30s. That's why I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been answering for myself. Uh, Look, I didn't ask you a specific year because I know you don't be trying to say that. Give me a time period. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about when I saw it then, it could have been like in the 60s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or, 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 you know, like that. Around 60s, something like that. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, continue. Oh, oh okay. What comes next? And then, uh, I used to get my sisters to show me, uh, a step or two, you know, and I that and that's when I put the bottle caps on my shoes and gym shoes, trying to make the sound. And I asked my sister, show me a step, show me a little step, you know. Okay. And then she kind of showed me a step. But at that time, you know, my mother wasn't sending me to no dance school when I mm-hmm. got a little older and stuff. So I just had to uh, do it from there. And as I got older, and then I would like tapped. I had a whole long gap period. How long was your gap period? Oh, really long, man. Till 10 years, 12, 14, 15 years. And then I met a young lady who was uh, studying and taking dance. And she would say, I, she told me, I, I told her that I wanted to learn how to tap, but I didn't know no teachers at the time in Chicago. And she said, oh, I know my tap, uh, no, my dance teacher who I'm studying Af- Afro-Cuban with mm. teaches tap. 
and I say, yeah, and she say, yeah. What's the name? She say, Jimmy Payne. Mm, okay. Senior, yeah. And then she took me to introduce to Jimmy Payne, and and that was a time, man, nobody tapped no more, man. Mm, oh, mm. my God. And uh, But I went to Jimmy, man, and hey, he started me from ground up, man. Okay. Made a solid, solid foundation. Jimmy was also had a reputation as being known as one of the best <clears throat> teachers around wherever he went, man. And and I'm I'm so glad that he's my first teacher. Okay. He gave me a solid foundation to build from. Once I had that, man, I was like on my way. <laughs> I was on my way. Uh, what 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 years did you study with Mr. Oh, Jimmy really? Payne? Jimmy Payne, Jr., you remember when I was taking classes? What's that? interesting uh-huh. is when he was interested in is when he was studying. Uh-huh. I didn't want to tap. I used to see Reggio. Yeah. And I used to see Mr. Taps. <laughs> <laughs> and I just knew. I say, hey, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he did. I said, I'm not going to do that. That wasn't my aspiration, you know, to tap dance. And I, I saw Reggio quite a bit. I saw Mr. Taps quite yeah. a bit. Uh-huh. But that had to be like 80. Yeah. 80. The- that had to be like 87, 88. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right, because yeah, you'll yeah. come by the studio and yeah. wave and talk to dad, and he'll go. <laughs> and father yeah. be like, I've been trying to get my son to tap and everything. You know, I say, okay. Yeah. And, you know, his father's cool. He used to take me around with him sometime. Like, okay. if he hurt his leg or something, I would demonstrate for okay. him and stuff. And then finally down the line, you start tapping, and man. I don't know. You you got to tell. tell well, yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's a natural lead in. Yeah. So what what so brought you into town? My my first gig was he just showed me the flyer. Wow. Was in '89. Okay. And we danced. Uh, Mr. Taps went on first, and I saw him tap, and I just knew I couldn't follow him. It was me and my brother. So mm-hmm. my dad had a little routine for us. You know, uh-huh. what I'm saying we got on stage, but. When I saw him as a tap, what, what, what's your brother's name? Byron. Byron, Byron Payne. Byron yeah, Payne. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And what, still, did y'all have a group name? Well, no, no. We just we wanted to be as children. We wanted to be like the Nicholas Brothers. Okay. But okay. That kind of faded. Okay. Know, so once we moved to the projects. Flips and splits. You wasn't jumping over each other. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, y'all ain't jumping down yeah, those so, stairs. Uh, it, it, it was more like reality hit us. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? And, and and that's the way I could describe it. It was just like you know we had this you know ideas. Kids like okay we wanted to do this, but I mean reality was something totally different. Mm. So I mean basically you know we didn't want to tap. So. uh I got back into it around like ninety, really start feeling it. And okay. I guess I, I mean I picked up the basics and made my own stuff. So your yeah. first gig was in eighty nine. Yeah, with Mr. Tax. And then yeah. in ninety you really by ninety you about, really started. I say about ninety two, ninety three, I really start feeling it. Like, okay, I could do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then your sister. My sister what, Sarah. She actually What was her entry? <clears throat> so Sarah came from the army. Sarah was in the army. Okay. From like 92 to 98. Uh, no, I would say 90, 91 to about 95. Okay. So she came home, and I was tapping. I was like, Sarah, we need to get a group together. And we just started doing our basics, and it developed from there. Mm. Yeah. What was yeah. the name of that group? Perfect Timing. Yeah, how how yeah. long did Perfect Timing do wow. that thing? So I would say from about 98 to 2005. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, a long time. Yeah. So before we move any further in your story, Trey, what's your story? What's your entry into the dance? Uh, let's see. 
Yeah. Uh, I started. Let's see. I went to Mayfair when I was just about to turn eight years old. Um, my I I had tried a few different. Th- my parents were like, you know, I had a lot of energy as a kid. Okay. And they were like, they were trying to find structured activities. To <laughs> okay. Because I was just a wild child. Um, couldn't, what? Sit, couldn't sit still. You know. You? Couldn't sit still. So, no. Um. And so I guess my aunt was a professional dancer. My my dad's youngest sister was a professional dancer. Okay. She used to dance out at the the Saber Room. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. she, you know, the, we tapped that before. Was talking about the big, the big head gear and all yeah. that. So she was doing that. She you know the fire dance and all of that stuff. She was she was she was doing that. And what was her name? Taryn. Okay. Taryn Dumas. Now Taryn Hampton. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and wait, before you move on, the Saber Room. Did anybody else have connections in the Saber yeah. Room? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What? Real quick. What was your connection in the Saber Room? And I thought about that dancer, uh, uh, Bobby Murphy's uh, other dance teacher name was Gloria Far. Gloria Far. Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. Saladin. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Gloria Far was one of my dad's teachers. She danced with my dad. Uh uh-huh. I was talking about Gloria. Gloria Far, light skinned. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. She did. She danced in my dad's uh, Afro Caribbean group. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know Gloria. Because she gave me the arms. Yeah, because she the does. The arms, she does man. Because I was. Yeah, they, they do. Her and Saladin do the salsa congreso. Yeah. And so that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 A lot of people think they're a couple, but mm. they're not. Both of them oh, are married yeah, separately. Yeah. Yeah. But Saladin uh-huh. and Gloria. Light skin, you know, short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look like Prince. I thought you danced with Saladin. It's good, no. Uh-uh. I just went. Uh, I heard of the name oh, and stuff like yeah. that. Uh-huh. And yeah, well, the I first, went and the first the time studio. step you taught me was a Sadie Bruce time step. Yeah, I yeah. Knew it See, I got it yeah. from somewhere. Yeah, I got it from somewhere, man. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I, I. Okay, so Saber Room, uh-huh. Gloria yep. Far mm-hmm. was a connection there. Your mm-hmm. sister. My aunt. I mean, your aunt was mm-hmm. dancing there, and what's your connection at the Saber Room? Um, what people don't know, uh, I was um, uh, I was walking down the street, and I went in this club, and I saw this guy uh, practicing and rehearsing with some some young ladies. Uh, oh, Lester Goodman is his name. Okay, Lester Goodman been around, man. He, he lived about a hundred some years old. So I walked up to Lester. He he uh, taught uh, had a course line girl group. And asked him, do he, do he tap? I was trying to learn to tap. And he told me he didn't, but he was going out to the Sabre room and they had a tap dancer. Uh, and I went out there and the tap dancer's name is Bobby Ephraim, man. Okay. Flat-footed dancer, man. Okay. And so that's yeah. another name. Yeah. And I confused I Bobby, him too. Bobby Murphy yeah. with Bobby Ephraim. Bobby Ephraim. Yeah. And Bobby Ephraim was good. Okay. Yeah. And he went up to New York. Because you turned me on to him. Yeah. Because they, they tried, they tried to even get Bobby yeah, man. Uh, they tried to get Bobby to be in the original copacetic, but he went. He he was okay. a loner. But anyway, Bobby from um, was up there, and then uh, I became friends with Bobby. Okay. And then pretty soon his rad broke down one time, and then he started asking me to take him up there, and then yeah. he started showing me. I was asking, man, teach me something, teach me something, but people don't know that's where my flat foot style comes from, Bobby from. Okay. And then eventually, um, after him. Periodically, they would call me to come up there and perform. What What years were 
all the different involvements in the in at that at that Reach place. Out, yeah. We're in the '90s for me. Okay. And in case people don't know, what the Saber Room was huge. Yep. Had about five, six, seven, eight banquet halls in right. there, uh, and yeah. it was a supper club. Okay. It yeah. Had a stage that lit up. And they used to put on big bra, uh, a right. big uh, Las Vegas type performance. Okay. They had, uh, they had chorus line girls like it was totally like Las Vegas. They usually okay. had a comedian, a tap dancer, a female vocalist, and maybe a male vocalist. But okay. it was like a whole Las Vegas type got show. Got it. Got it. Got Some it. Some big name yeah. performed yeah. there too. Okay. And okay. I got booked there like. Like yeah. ten times, man. Yeah. By uh, this guy, one of the bookers there. His name was Rudy. Okay. He he looked at real big and giant, like you know, yeah, white yeah. guy that had this like he never he didn't have no expression. Right, day. right. He didn't have no expression, yeah. man. Yeah, it's just like okay, you're next. You you're going. Yeah. <laughs> no expression, man. He looked like a mafia dude. But, Okay, yeah, you're I next. know Rudy. You're next. He called me. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been up there about ten, ten yeah. times, man. Yeah, wow. Christmas shows. Yeah, I should do all oh, the Saber Room. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Saber. yeah. and they closed Hill. it down, man. You know when it closed down? Wiped it out like yeah. uh, a few years back. Yeah. I, we've done something there. I feel like we did something at the Saber Room early One on. One of them banquet rooms because they rented out a lot of yeah. they had a main, I was in the big one, the main room. Yeah, the main room, man. room like, is like, where, the, yeah. where they have all the With, with the lights, yeah. yeah. And they got yeah, the lights on the side. They light up. They light up. I yeah. love this. Yeah. I love yeah, man. this. So, um, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, but uh, Hickory Hills, Illinois, where is that? Yeah. Okay. 90, okay. Uh, west on 95th. 95th. Okay. Hey, oh, yeah, across Robert Road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? And then when Next they start justice. building those other banquet halls, the Condesta Del Mar and all the yeah. other places, uh -huh. they start taking their crowd away. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So the Saber Room was kind of the only one for a long time. Oh, big oh time. man. Okay. Big time. Yeah, amazing Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, all them go out there. So let's 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 get let's connect back to you, Trey. So your aunt was dancing at the Saber Room. Right, she was dancing at the Saber Room. Um, my parents were looking for some activities to put me in. They had tried like piano lessons and some other things, but that required me to sit still. <laughs> I'm and, trying to imagine you at the piano yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, so so. <laughs> So, so my aunt suggested uh, a friend of hers uh, by the name of Tracy Green mm -hmm. was uh, teaching tap at uh, Mayfair. Okay. Uh, and she was getting ready to start an all-boys class. So my aunt suggested that my parents try taking me over there. Okay. And I went over there, and the, f like, I, the first three weeks I was there, I was in three different classes. Okay. Because each time I went, they was like, well, he can already do this <laughs> class. So all the all the like the really basic stuff that you would do like in a combination class. Right, right, right. Years old, like I was like, I progressed past that stuff really fast. So the first things I really learned was Tommy Sutton's exercises one and two. Um, what and year? So, what year? About about. I was just about to turn eight when I went there, so that would have been seventy eight. Okay. Seventy eight, right? Uh, August August of seventy eight was my first year there. Okay. Okay, and then you stayed there. I stayed for there quite a while. Yeah, I I was there until I until I went away to school. I was there until I turned eighteen, um, and around sixteen was when I finally got my first teaching experience. Okay, okay, 
Okay, man, this is this con- these connections are crazy. Go ahead, Taps. I left out uh, a, a one big chunk. Uh, okay. How I got inspired to want to be in show business. Okay, and okay. Perform. I was in my teens. I was a teenager. Okay, I was in uh, a place called Elkhart, Indiana. Mm. Okay, El- Elkhart, Indiana, with my cousins, and we was at a teen center, man. You know, shooting pool. You know, where all the teenagers hang out at, you know, we shooting pool or we, you know, dance or, yeah, play some. <laughs> <laughs> Shake them up. <laughs> what um, they here for? No. For no, all the playing. children listening, no, that I, yeah. no gambling yeah. was had at the yeah. teen center. And this is what happened. And this is what happened. This is what happened. Uh-huh. He going to edit this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't editing nothing. This is going out yeah. just like this. Yeah, this is what happened, Rich. Check it out, man. Yeah, I'm shooting pool, man. You know, I'm with my cousins and we shooting pool, okay. And then they said tonight we're gonna have some entertainment. So they had some live entertainment. Now this guy came from South Bend, Mm. South Bend, Indiana, man. And he got up there and danced, man. And they had and they had the he did that. They had a strobe light going, and he did that with the white gloves. The, oh, that the, man the, reminds Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, he was, and that, light, that strobe light was blinking. I was standing there with that pool stick, man. I couldn't take my eyes off of him, man. Uh, man, that strobe light was going, and he was doing that, the, the pop locking and, oh, the, and, the, oh, and this man. and that. And I'm holding that pool stick. I said, that's me, man. That's me. That's, and I left that out. Thank you, because my fiance reminded me, Ross. She, she texted me and told me I left that out, man. Oh, good. Thank, yeah. thank you. Thank and you. that was the number one thing that got me in show business. Okay, okay. Because I saw that, man. It's just, that's me. Yeah. Uh, we'll be calling yeah. you up tonight, bro. Talking about, hey, man, I, I left out something. Yeah, I forgot about this. No, put it on the text. <laughs> Look, put it on the text, Rich. Look, there can be a part two. There can be a part three. There can be a split. Look, this this is, people need to know this about Chicago's history, entertainment, tap dance, where we come from, what we do, and, and the dues we've paid in this game. So we'll, we'll keep doing as many of these as we need to. Beyond the book we chapter. We got so many dancers yeah. that came before us. Yeah. People don't know the four step brothers was living here. Yeah, t- met tell Nacio. me about that, Reggio. Uh, uh, Melba Cartwell, who you mentioned who before, was that was before. y'all manager. She, matter of fact, you probably. Uh, uh, Didn't Melba manage, manage you at one time, Taps? Melba uh, Cartwell? Uh, I, did, I did some shows uh, uh, through her, through Fino, the. The talking oh, yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Wait, Fino. Wait, wait, the talking mind? Yeah, he was a talking yeah. mind. Yeah. So he really Fino, was a man. Yeah, man. And Fino was a hustler, though, man. He was. Man, Fino, Fino taught me. Look, Fino, Fino was a hustler, man. He was doing schools and everything. Look, look, man, look. Yeah. The talking man. Fino, yeah. man, taught me, man. Yeah. yeah, he was a I had to repeat that to make sure that that the was The talking mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did did okay. he do something like? Uh, 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 but he would, he would be talking. It's a window. It's a window. <laughs> it's a wall. I am opening the door. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, man, you were, boy, you told oh, me, you told me the game, man. man. Okay, yeah, okay. Sure yeah. Okay. So what was I talking about oh, before so, we yeah. got to Fino? I remember Fino. What was I wow. talking about? Wow. Um, 
Look, I forgot. I'm all about the talking mind, right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Finu. Oh, Melba Carwell. Oh, Melba Carwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Melba, but they didn't know. Yo, I, I was saying that, yeah, we probably would have to do some more podcasts because we need to, like, talk about all the other tap dancers coming out of Chicago before us. But anyway, Melba, who booked probably a, a, a lot of us, because to me, I think she was the only one booking tap dancers uh, uh, here. But... Mm. But then, no, she um, wanted to introduce me uh, to Maceo Anderson and the Four Step Brothers because I was telling you mm-hmm. that her her male friend was L with the Four Step Brothers, and uh-huh. she was working for him at the agency there, and then when he, and then eventually she took over that whole agency. Well, but anyway, remember what what was Al's last name? Al. Uh, uh, I'm talking about something. from the Four Step oh, okay, Brothers. Okay, okay, from the uh, Four Step. Yeah, brothers. I'm trying to think. I know that. I, uh, was the guy that lived on 95th Street that lived in that studio with that lady. Was that, oh, was that Prince? no, 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 no. I know you're talking I know that, about. That was him, but no, he, no, no, he, he no. Was he was, uh, um, uh, yeah, because he, he danced in his cotton club and all of that. Robert liked, really liked him. Uh, I, I get My back to him. Yeah, but I get back brothers, to him. But, yeah. okay. but it, Sonny. <laughs> Sonny Montgomery. Sonny, Sonny Montgomery. Montgomery. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was here. But so many dancers were coming out of Chicago. But anyway, uh, Maceo had a daughter here that he would go and stay with during the summer for a few months. And okay. then she said, well, Maceo come in town, Reggio. I'm going to call him up and I'm going to, uh, you know, you uh, introduce you guys and maybe y'all can get together and do some things. So okay. uh, that's how I met Maceo. Do you know where Maceo lived? What neighborhood? Yeah, yeah out south on uh, uh, off around ninety some around Cottage Grove. It was okay. a little complex up up in there. You turn okay. ninety eighth or something. You turn up in there. That's where his daughter stayed. Okay, and he was oh, and he was man, stayed. Manor. He stayed at, Is that the manor? No, that's um, uh, yeah. You go up London in there. Yeah, you oh. go up in that. Yeah, there were a lot of little townhouse. Everything you turn up in there on ninety some. That's man. where his daughter stayed, and he, he used stayed. to. That's they, so that's why I met Macy. Oh so I would go over there and get Maceo, and then Maceo would work with me on the flips, and then because they were doing all of that, uh-huh, uh-huh, all of that, uh-huh. uh, the flash, flat, yeah, flash dancing, and that's Maceo would work with me. Oh man, them guys, oh man. Before you even put on your tap shoes, they burn you out with duck walks and push up, wow, wow. run around this, you do that, and then when you about to faint, say, all right, now put your tap shoes on. <laughs> and it was so funny. When he would teach me, he'll fall asleep in about 10 minutes, you hear Mace. While he was teaching you? Yeah. And then he'd show me a combination. As soon as I mess up, and and hit a wrong lick or something. He wakes up. Hey, hey, hey! I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. Do it again. Do it again. You do it again. Look up. He sleep. <laughs> you don't wake up unless you get it wrong. Yeah. Then wow. when I, yeah. <laughs> then when I mess up, he wakes up. Oh, oh, I heard that. What, what, what was that? What was that? What was that? Man. Okay. Uh, okay, that's it. You got it. That's how I made So, did all four of them live here at some point? Yeah. They, they Prince, worked out of here because they were doing like all Prince of those. Prince Spencer had the, the grocery store. The grocery yeah, store, right. all night grocery store, uh-huh. and all of them. And uh, yeah, because they was working at all the Vaudeville uh, downtown theaters, man. Okay, Chicago okay. Theater and all of that. They were working there, man. So, they, all of them was here. Okay. Uh, man, you can't mad. Pretty much all these chap dance were living and working out of Chicago. Who who else who else do you remember that lived here that we may that we may not realize? 
um, this guy, uh, Rudy Horn. You remember Rudy your father, Vaudeville, like uh, yeah, right? Yeah, he was a, a Rudy was a more like a, I guess an eccentric dancer. Eccentric dancer, yeah. 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 So yeah. that's what they used to call uh, uh, the scarecrow guy. Uh, yeah, Ray Bolger. Ray yeah, Bolger. Ray Bolger. Yeah, so he he was like kind of second to Ray Bolger. He was pretty popular. Yeah, okay. and he was and he also a, a magician. Uh, he was a singer. He was an MC. Really talented. And he, yeah. like, him and your father was pretty tight. Yeah, too, they were real tight, your man. Talk about him. And I got an old tape that this guy did on Channel 11 called Vanishing Vaudeville. Mm. And he talks about a lot of the Chicago theaters and number of acts. He knew my dad from the early 30s. Yeah, and man, in the 80s, they yeah. ran into each other in Chicago. Like, whoa. Wow, so they wow. like hooked back up. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, man. Trey, you got Tommy Sutton, don't you, man? Yeah. We got so many dudes. So what about, so in our travels, we've, we've started to... You know, we started learning like Aunt Diane is a favorite of ours, uh, a, a, ment a mentor yeah. to Trey and myself. And she learned from Leon Collins, who was from Chicago. But I'm trying to find anybody who has a connection to Leon Collins. Anybody in this room? Anybody? Uh, Anybody? Did y'all Had y'all ever heard the name? Interesting. I, 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 Diane brought him out. Mm -hmm. then I, I would have to see a picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, the funny thing what? is, um, like, like I go, I went back and I read Tommy's book late. You know, after he was after he had already passed, he, uh -huh. he did a he did a book. It was like in three parts. Okay. And so two. What parts was the name of, of that book? book? It was called Tap Along with Tommy. Oh, so oh, we it, got it so out there. right. So Peggy gave us a copy. It, so two parts of it were instructional and then a, instructional, like um, sh uh, shorthand of, of his exercises and pieces and some of his choreography, and then the third part was like was like some. Some history, some of his history, and some of his story, uh, his, some of his personal story, uh -huh. and like the whole preface of it is is just all of these shout outs to dancers that he either knew, worked with, or just respected. Okay. And like when I was growing up in Mayfair, like I said, my first teacher was Tracy. By the time I got to what was the advanced level at um, what was considered the advanced level at the studio, he had already left Chicago. He had already gone into semi-retirement. Okay. He had left, he had moved to Atlanta. He was teaching a couple classes at Spelman and a couple classes at this small studio out in the uh, Atlanta suburbs. I got a question for you. Yeah. What year, uh, I went to go see a performance at Chicago Theater uh -huh. and you were in it. What year was that? It was with Tommy Sutton. It was with Mayfair. Do you Chicago, remember that? I remember. I know what that was. Uh, that's in like the late 80s. What, that's when I first met Tommy Sutton. Yeah, that's when I first met Tommy Sutton, but I have the uh, the flyer somewhere at like, home, but I, I he did feel a like solo that's in early that. 80s. I feel oh, like really? this. Wow. I think that one's early 80s. Wow. Unless okay. they did Chicago Theater twice, because I know we did Chicago Theater and we did this whole thing. We we uh, this was a big where they filmed the production of there for the yeah, yeah, for the okay. opening production. of the show. Uh, so we filmed. Mm -hmm. The, mm -hmm. the big tap piece that was the opening of the show mm -hmm. on the street outside of the Chicago oh, wow. Theater. Mm. And so it was shown on the screen and it was simultaneously performed on the stage. Okay, wow, wow. Um, and I got to mention uh, my, my mentor, Cookin' Brown. Uh-huh, uh-huh, like, yeah. Cookie and, was in the and, and, and Cookie like, and Brownie were both from Chicago, right? Yeah, they left to go to... Yeah, they so, yeah, Tabs just, I mean, uh, Reggio just said Cookie and Brownie. Yeah, Cook and Brown. Cook and Brown. And both yeah. of them were from Chicago. From Chicago, mm -hmm. man. They did all the Palladium, the Rocks, Cotton Club. They performed all those places, man. So, what year, what year or years did Cook, 
and Brown start in Chicago? Uh, I would say um, late 30s, 40s, because he told me they hit the road uh, with a group called Mammy and Her Picks. And that's yeah, that's how far I'm talking about going wow. back. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really yeah. going back. That's when. So wow. we going back, really going back. He said that was Wait, the let, first let me, group. Let me pause a second, y'all. Yeah. For everybody listening, there was a collective pause in this room. Yeah, because there's an ugly part of Taps history. We we haven't gotten into okay. a lot of that. But so when you said that name, everybody envisioned. Seeing that on a billboard or seeing that somewhere. Yeah, we're going back yeah, now. Yeah, so but when you, that, you asked me, and yeah, that's what the absolutely. answer. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's they. They started back early then, and they were traveling with her. Okay. On the road. Okay. And some uh, how uh, when the Regal Theater was around, which is the uh-huh. landmark theater that you are located. Yeah, in the Regal the used White, to be here right on this very spot. Studio. Yeah. Yeah. All the greats. Um, they got into a show here. Okay, but he was telling me that Brownie went to see about getting a uh, a show here at, that the guy was putting on here, and he told him if he get a partner to dance with, mm. he'll put him on the show, and that's he went and got Cookie. So how how did they how did he and Cookie connect? Was that their first time connecting? Like no, I think they knew each other. You know, because they danced and you know him out in the clubs and okay, jazz okay. and they danced. So we got Cookie, and uh, oh no, this was after Mammy and her picks. Okay, then this came in later on, and then okay. they went on the road. Uh, oh, they performed. They used to tell me like at all the places, the Cotton Club and the theater. Once they uh, they uh, the show ran its course in the theaters, the uh-huh. Cotton Club, then they take it on the road. Somebody okay. would pick up the whole show and, and take it on the road. Okay. So then that that's how they start traveling and eventually ending up in New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we really going back forty. So 50s, what 60s. about the Whitman sisters? Were originally from Chicago. Does anybody know how your legacy connects to the Whitman sisters? Oh, is that the Vino the Vino the talking mom? Yeah. Oh, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Man, he had a big personality. This guy, Man, you're he knew like the game. He, he game. like your boy. He was big. Uh, the boy. tooth and nothing but the tooth. Oh, Man, wow, he wow, like Lord. him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's still around. Uh, not here in Chicago. Okay. I think he's in Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah, yeah but he told good. me wow. he told me to go after shows for the cape. Yeah. <laughs> Fino, Fino. This is my first professional show right here at yeah. the Continental Plaza Hotel downtown 909 North Michigan Avenue. What year was I, this? I was in a contest. Uh, this is in the 80s. I was in a contest. This is my first professional show. And I won. The, well, I tied for first place. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Come on, come Continental on. Plaza. It's called the Western now. Yeah. It's right across the street from the Hancock building. Right across the street. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Tap second place. Um, so I, I'm trying to make I'm trying to see Fino. if anybody here has that connection to the Whitman sisters. I, With, man, I think they were way Well, yeah, but I, I mean lineage wise. I know yeah. you didn't meet them. Yeah, but but like anybody the they talk, to talk about Fino. You said Talk Buster Brown. You talk about the Whit- Whitman sisters. 
Mm-hmm. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know you know you Ooh. can whisper, but you're still on the mic. <laughs> Are you talking about the you talking about the, the Whitman sisters? Yeah, the Whitman yeah, sisters. He said about, Buster Brown yeah, used to talk talking, about them. Yeah, that he's that that they was a big inspiration on him. Tap dance. Uh-huh. He used to go see them perform when they would come up on the East Coast and in those vaudeville in the vaudeville theaters. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm glad you say that because I I think it's cool that during our conversation that we represent and all tap dancers, whether male or female. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, but it was funny because what I, you know, I also studied flamenco in Spain uh-huh. and a lot of other dances. Wow. And some of the other dances, they have female steps and then they have male steps. Mm-hmm. But in tap dance, everybody can do the same step. <laughs> There's no gender recognition. A step is a step, whether who or what, where, yeah, or who, yeah. yeah. And that was like so amazing to me. So I'm glad that, that we do bring up mm-hmm. female uh, uh, dancers as well. Well, yeah, and I, and I also think, again, that uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of uh, women who pioneer tap that don't get the credit, don't get mentioned. We don't talk about them. Because the Whitman sisters were producing shows at a time when women weren't producing shows. And they were black women producing shows. And they put, uh, I heard Dr. Lena Reed talk about them hiring him early on in his career. So some black women from Chicago back in the day was creating work for other dancers. And like I'm just like, we don't talk about them enough. So that's why I bring them up, because you're right. And you know, they was at that time, they was considered... At that time, they were considering tap dance as a man's game. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. So and, that's why they didn't get that. And dance. that's another one of those periods in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Ilea? Uh, the women sisters had their school here. And yeah. They decided the Regal Theater as well. After yeah. They got done so, performing, so they taught a lot of people who were here. Yeah. So like this is literally hollow ground for tap history. Yeah, literally where so we're sitting. History. 